scumbags! Let's rage! Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Rage all you want. Let's roll. This is Sports Rage. I am Gabriel Morencia, the pips, the players, the hustlers, the people that bust them, and everybody else in between throwing it down. A Thursday night to throw down has begun as the Chicago Bears improve to 4-1 and one over the Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers, who will fall to 3-2 and two in a pretty intense uh, football game. Intense, but terrible. Um, you know, poorly coached, poorly officiated. Uh, uh, play calling uh, was a train wreck and a disaster, but when it was all said and done, the Chicago Bears were victorious 20-19, to 19, and Nick Foles does it again. The last time that Nick Foles played uh, Tom Brady, of course, was in the Super Bowl, and I guess we should have known better as somebody that was on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I did have the Buccaneers on a teaser, and we won that teaser. Uh, but I should have known better. It's like Eli Manning. Nick Foles is essentially a poor man's uh, Eli Manning. Generally terrible, generally kind of average and very, very pedestrian. Always looks confused after, like, you know, things went wrong. But you put Tom Brady on the other side of the field, and uh, suddenly, man, they're like Super Bowl MVPs, literally and figuratively. Like, seriously, like Nick Foles, Nick Foles has made a career off of beating Tom Brady. And, like, you know, like, wait, you think he's get, he, get, he gets all that money if the Eagles lose that football game? No. And you think the Eagles would have gotten to the Super Bowl if Nick Foles was their starting quarterback all year? No. <laughs> so, you know, hey, it is what it is. But, damn, that was a poorly officiated football game. Damn, that was a poorly coached uh, football game. Uh, both coaches. And, hey, Arians, I know you're always quick to throw everybody under the bus. Are you willing to uh, step onto the street right now and get run over by a bus? Because uh, that was a pretty half-assed job uh, done from a coaching perspective this evening. Um, Houston Cougars finally played up football. Uh, they uh, they beat Tulane. Tulane came out hot, but Houston settled down in the second half. When they say settle down, they put up a 49 spot. Uh, we lose the Tulane side. We hit the over. Los Angeles Dodgers. I don't know, man. I don't. They don't keep time and possession stats in baseball. But I want to try to figure this out tonight because I swear to God, man, the Dodgers have been at bat like uh, like all night. All right, they were at bat like all night. Like how long? How long was that third inning and then the fourth inning? Uh, Dodgers, uh, you know, battering San Diego. The Atlanta Braves await Houston Astros. An inspirational story. Sports Rage Late Night. Man, your rage. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morency. Yeah, Mo, that team sure did suck last night. They just played sucked. I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. Sports Rage Late Night. Then your rage. I am Gabriel Morenci. Teddy Covers will step up and in straight from the strip in Las Vegas. Nevada will run the gauntlet with, uh, with Teddy. NBA Finals uh, return. It feels like it's been forever uh, since uh, we've had basketball. We'll get uh, we'll get into the NBA Finals. Look forward to breaking that down. Teddy Covers steps up and in. I want to talk uh, more about a player that doesn't get talked about enough in the media. LeBron James, 
uh, LeBron James. And as I stated uh, earlier, and I talked about this briefly earlier this afternoon as well on Game Time Decisions, uh, but, you know, every once in a while, there's always that feel-good story that unites everybody, you know, whether albeit like in the news, you know, in the sports world. There's always going to be that team that even if you're not a fan of, um, you know, you can feel good for them. You're like, yeah, you know what? I'm not a fan of that team or that city, but, you know, good for them. Uh, yeah, good good for them. It's been a long time. They've been through a lot. You know, yeah, good good for them, right? Like, you know, there's, there's certain feel-good stories out there. And I don't know if you can find a better feel-good story uh, than the Houston Astros uh, right now. I mean, think of all the hate that they have to go through, all the obstacles and the adversity that they have to play through. And I say this sarcastically. Of course. <laughs> I say it sarcastically. Uh, of course. Um, yes, the inspirational story of the Houston Astros continues. But really, the Houston Astros proved something, that nice guys do finish last, that crime does pay, cheating does pay off. Like... It, like what did the what what did the Houston Astros pay? What price did they pay? So what? A bunch of people send them mean tweets. Like what what did they like did did any of the players like you know did did the Astro organization say, "You know what, guys? We paid you 34 million dollars to play last year and you were cheating, so I don't think we should pay you." No, they didn't lose a cent. They didn't lose any money. They didn't have to give back the World Series money they made. They didn't give back any rings, so they got a ring. They got paid. Not a single player got suspended. So just exactly like, so like, what, where's the retribution? That, ooh, ooh, they get mean tweets and people boo them? Like, where, where's, where's the retribution? There is none. You know what I'm saying? Look at Jeffrey Loria. Jeffrey Loria is like one of the biggest like low lives in, in in America. That guy won a World Series. Uh, you know, it, it really is crazy. Like you think you know, oh, you know, good things are going to happen to good people and stuff. I don't know. Seems like good people get run over by a bus. It seems like good people get COVID and die, and then evil people get COVID and they're fine. <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Like is is there any justice in this world? I know I'm getting deep right now, but. So when you talk about the Houston Astros cheating, so what, what I'm getting at here, so the next time you have an opportunity to cheat to get ahead in life, do it. That, that's our early advice. <laughs> that's our early advice to you. Because, like, and I'm not, hey, I'm not saying cheat on your wife. I'm not saying uh, do anything sinful according to the Bible. But, you know, if you got to cut some corners and do what you got to do, it's pretty clear that in society, is it held against you? No, it isn't. It's like the people that are willing to, you know, cross that threshold, um, you know, are successful. Which leads us into, and for the record, listen, I don't think the Houston Astros are going to win the World Series. But they are a dangerous team. And it would be interesting if they played the Los Angeles Dodgers, I tell you. It would be very interesting if they played the Dodgers. And it'll be interesting if they play the Yankees. And, like, if you get a Dodgers-Yankees or a Dodgers-Astros World Series, Major League Baseball would be ecstatic. But the Atlanta Braves have something to say about that. And I'm not ready to discount the Atlanta Braves, although I think the Dodgers will beat the Braves. Uh, but I'm not discounting the Atlanta Braves. 
Now, as far as cheaters are concerned, you know, I'm really, it's really is amazing. Um, you know, 2020 is such a whacked out year that we're going to talk about a football team cheating and it's not the New England Patriots. Although I'm sure they're up to something we don't know about. Yet the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. And I hate to do this because I like Mike Vrabel. I've interviewed Mike Vrabel. I've met Mike Vrabel. Nice man. Very nice guy. I've always uh, respected him. Great football player. And he's a damn good coach. But the Tennessee Titans have like basically single-handedly begun to like sway the, the competitive balance of the AFC. Due to their selfishness and due to them cheating and holding pre- team practices and workouts when they're not supposed to. Like it's total garbage, all right? And I'm being nice when I use the word garbage. We're in the middle of a pandemic, and you guys are privately, oh, yeah, even though we can't do this, oh, ha, ha, let's just, you know, oh. And, oh, yeah, we're winning every week, too, so let's just keep cheating. And then you all get coronavirus. You mess with the Pittsburgh Steelers. And now the Buffalo Bills are supposed to play your sorry COVID-infested asses on Tuesday and then play the Chiefs on Sunday. Oh, isn't that nice? So the Buffalo Bills get punished and have to game plan for two games in five days. And what are the, what happens to the Tennessee Titans? So what, the Bills lose, and then the Titans pass us in the standings. Oh, that's great. Bravo, NFL. Yeah, it's, a, it's quite an operation you're running down there on the Madison Avenue. Bravo. Bravo. Tennessee Titans cheat. Tennessee Titans practice. Uh, Tennessee Titans get COVID. Tennessee Titans cancel football games, yet other teams, Pittsburgh Steelers and the Buffalo Bills, get screwed because of it. And the Kansas City Chiefs. Well done. Well done, Tennessee. I've always liked you guys, too, but you know what? Suck it. Go after yourselves. We're in the middle of a pandemic. I swear to God, if we get infected, if Josh Allen gets infected from your sorry asses, it's ridiculous. And now, like I said, so the Buffalo Bills, and real great job by the NFL. Well, you'll play Tennessee on Tuesday um, if they don't have another positive COVID test. But if, if, they, if they do, then you'll play the Chiefs on Thursday. So the Buffalo Bill coaching staff right now has to game plan for two games. Oh, that, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, that's great. Great job, Cadell. Great, great job. And what, what are you going to do to Tennessee? Ooh, we're going to punish him with a draft pick that they don't care about. We're gonna pun. We're gonna we're gonna find them big money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's your what's your big money? Like I said, unless it's like a hundred million dollars, I don't want to hear it. Like I got you know, just from a selfishness standpoint, the the players on the Tennessee Titans are scumbags. All right, they're scumbags. You jeopardize everybody else's lives, families, livelihoods, the entire league. You know what I mean? Now the schedule's all whacked because of you. And now the competitive and balance and the final stands in the AFC will be different because of you, but you don't pay a price for this. You guys would just get a little extra bye week. So once again, what's going to happen to the players on the Titans? Nothing. There'll be a bunch of bluster. Oh, they lost the first or second round draft pick. Oh, the, the, oh, the owner got fined $5 million. Teams worth $2.8 billion. But, oh, that $5 million is really going to get them.
But and my point is, my point is, and like I said, I've always liked the Titans. I like Vrabel. I like Derrick Henry. I've always defended Ryan Tannehill. I don't know who the ringleader of all of this is, so I'll refrain from calling them all out personally. I'm going to call them out as a group. Like, I, we don't know the details, and the details are important. Yet, there's people in the NFL that are irate, as I am about this. And there's people in the NFL, they want, like, blood. Like, they want the forfeit. Like, they, a lot of people are like, well, why don't they just forfeit? The Buffalo Bills should get the game, and the Pittsburgh Steelers get the game. You know what I mean? Or, you, uh, you want to do something? Don't pay the Titan players. Because, oh, yeah, and by the way, for all you guys at home right now or listening right now thinking, oh, yeah, Marissa's just going on a rant. Oh, yeah, by the way, there'll be no Thursday night football next week in the NFL. No TV game next week due to Tennessee. Because the Thursday game has to be played on Sunday now. So, yeah, now do you care? Next Thursday night, no NFL football. Thanks, Tennessee. Great job, guys. Great job. No football next Thursday. Thanks, Tennessee. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Get up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. How much? $100? $200? Hey, wait a second. What are you doing? You're not betting. You know he's not supposed to bet. Come on, Jerry. It's a lock. Kramer, you've had this thing under control for almost three years now. Don't start again. But it's a lock. No. Sports Rage Late Night. Bet your rage. All right, uh, so we're coming in hot uh, here tonight. Uh, following Thursday night uh, football. So I hope you enjoyed Thursday night football tonight. And I know we all cry about Thursday night football and how it sucks all the time and we don't need it. Well, we won't have it next week, so don't worry. Um, as I stated earlier, thanks to the Tennessee Titans and Roger Goodell's pretty much, I don't know, can I use the word ineptness? Um, you know, listen, anytime Ro- Roger Goodell's good at like suspending people for taking Viagra or smoking weed or for wearing, like, Beats by Dre headphones. They've got, like, security that'll notice what color, you know, your socks are too high. But anytime there's, like, anything challenging, it's a problem. And here we are right now. we got mega problems in the NFL. The competitive imbalance, everything's going to get all whacked out. We lose TV games, all because of the Titan stupidity. Uh, but, you know, we'll see what the punishment is here. We should note Dr. David Chow, ProFootballDoc.com, who joined us uh, tonight, earlier on uh, in-game live stated um, if you can find a line as to whether the Tennessee Titans are going to be playing the Buffalo Bills on Tuesday, bet against it. And uh, he was a a team doctor for 17 years. Basically, the Titans can't have any more positive tests before then. And I don't know what the cutoff is, how the, you know, the Bills, like I said, the Bills got a plan for two teams. I guess that's just the reality of it. But uh, the whole thing's a mess. And uh, yeah, we'll have no football next Thursday on TV. Or maybe we will. So if you want to see the Bills and Chiefs in prime time next week, hope that another player on the Titans gets COVID. Let's bring in uh, Teddy right now. Teddy, Ted Savransky, a.k.a. Teddy Covers. What's up, my man? How you doing, Teddy? So, I mean, Chiefs-Bills is still on the board for next Thursday. Not at uh, not right. at FanDuel. You with me? No. 
Yeah, not. I don't see the FanDuel right now. It's, so maybe yeah, it is at, at some spot. At some books, some the books, look ahead yeah. line is still up. At, uh, you know, he, he, here in Vegas, there's nothing posted for Tuesday. The game's not even on the board for Tuesday yet. Are you so, are you assuming I would that say they're not playing Tuesday? I would say it's more likely that the Bills play the Chiefs on Thursday than it is they play the Titans on Tuesday. All right, let's just so I'll, make, I'll make the Bills Chiefs yeah, yeah. Thursday matchup uh what? Minus one sixty. <laughs> what so what's, uh, what's, versus the Tuesday. What's what's the early number? What's the point spread for the Bills that you're seeing out there? Bills Chiefs? So what do you make the number? It's in Buffalo. I'm going to think that the Chiefs are minus three and a half. Three and a, very good. Minus three and a half. You nailed it. Boom. My off the top of the head number would have been a little bit higher than that. Really, huh? And, you know, you know I was sort of thinking, though, and Teddy, I didn't think what I would have made it. I, You know what I mean? I answered what I thought they made it. You know what I'm saying? So, sure, sure, really, sure. But sure. how but about I, the challenge? I, I've got KC. What do you, what do you say? KC five and a half? No, I, I, I've got KC uh, four and a half points better than the number two team in the league right now. And you know, the Bills I, I, number I two can't team get in the, the Chiefs game against the Ravens wow. out of my head. Yeah. You know? And yeah, who I'm, else is it? Yeah, yeah. If Baltimore's not number two, who's number two? Pittsburgh? Buff, I'm sorry. Buffalo's defense is not a number two defense. Not not the second best team in the NFL defense yet. Packers. Uh, Packers yeah, have to be maybe. pretty high in the power I rankings. Mean, yeah, I mean I've got them top five, uh, but they, they have no well, healthy receivers hey, like either. This, I'm not sure. Games like this will will figure things out, right? I mean, whether the Bills' defense is is elite right now, and it isn't. If they beat the Chiefs, it doesn't matter whether the defense was elite; they'll be five and zero, or depending, but. I, I'm I'm just upset, Teddy. How about though the the challenge to the Buffalo Bill coaching staff of having to prepare for two teams right now, and not only two teams, two undefeated teams. So it's like, well, we might be playing the Titans on Tuesday. And, oh yeah, if not, we're going to be playing the Chiefs on Thursday. But even if we play the Titans on Tuesday, we're going to have to play the Chiefs on Sunday. So and essentially, the Buffalo Bills coaching staff they're not getting a lot of sleep now, Teddy. They got a game plan for two games. Good, because I got a big bet on the Bills over their season win total. That was my big ticket bet. I got a big bet on the Bills to win the division, which I met. I bet specifically because I'm like, if games get canceled, I want to still win my my bet on Buffalo, and I'll, I'll, I'll make sure that I uh, get enough down on to win the division that uh, uh, they're alive. So. I want that coaching staff to be burning the midnight oil. Good, get them ready. You know, um, don't. Uh, I mean, but you talk about a team that has positive momentum for the first time in what two decades since Flutie Flakes or something. You know, and, yeah, and that's yeah. that's kind of what happens with Buffalo. Yeah, and then the Tennessee Titans, and exactly, and we're, we're the same team that screwed us with the Music City Miracle with the forward pass. It all comes full circle. Yeah. Bastards. <laughs> right back at <laughs> that you. That was a was a forward pass too. It was a forward pass. Um, well, listen, great start for the Buffalo Bills. You're right. I mean, listen, the, the offense is what's been driving them. The offense, but it just puts them in a real tough spot if they have to play against a physical Tennessee Titan team on Tuesday. But I don't think that's going to happen. I don't I don't think they're going to play the game. And it's interesting that you're seeing numbers for that one. But I know 
I don't see I don't see the Tennessee Buffalo game up either. And what now? New England and Denver are playing on Monday as well, Teddy. Right? We got another doubleheader on Monday. Yeah, that's the current plan. But again, I'm not seeing numbers. I mean, there's a bunch of games. There's no numbers up for. I'm not seeing anything for Broncos Patriots. Obviously, nothing for Bills Titans. You know, the Bengals Ravens has come off the board because of Lamar Jackson. I haven't been able to practice the last couple of days. There's another game uh, that's down that has nothing to do with COVID. So at least we, you know, that's a positive, I guess. <laughs> you know, a game coming off a board that's not disease related. Yeah, um, and this week, this weekend, there might yeah, be games no, off the board because of hurricanes, right? <laughs> In college football. Yeah. Well, they already did that. Yeah, yeah. LSU, Missouri. They already they they, they took it off the board. They they changed the numbers because they changed the venue. So if you bet on LSU early in the week and got a good number or something, you uh, uh you lost that wager because it's uh it's uh, welcome to twenty twenty. Huh? Welcome to twenty twenty. And it's a good point you bring up about Buffalo because I don't know isn't forfeit like the last? That's like the death penalty in college. You know the NFL doesn't want to forfeit because then what they're doing is they're forfeiting television uh, revenue and games. So they know you know they don't want to ever forfeit, but it's been brought up. What happens if? And uh, Jeff Sherman was pretty adamant today on Twitter because his Twitter was blowing up and, you know, he's pretty clear. 16 games must be played. So let's just say, Teddy, though, you took a season win total on the Bills over. And let's say they didn't play. They played They played 15 games, but they still won 11 games. You're telling me you wouldn't get paid? That's, that's garbage. That's the nature of the wager. As a lot. I mean, as someone that's been doing this, you know, for half my life, I, I recognize the circumstances going in. And that's why when I was making the bet on the Bills yeah, yeah. over their season win total, I was also looking to bet on the Bills to win the division because that bet doesn't get canceled as long as there's a division winner. Yes, sir. Um, it was more yeah, likely yeah. to make it through the season. Uh, but, yeah, that's the Bills could go 15 and 0 and I would get refunded my money, you know. I mean, it's just, it's just how they got to play 16 games. That's – uh, the same thing with the, with, the, with the total in a rainout game. Yeah, I remember the late great Dave Malinsky. That used to be one of his biggest beefs, huh? <laughs> that the, the the major league baseball total uh, betting. And I, you, know, you told me the story about well, how the you only reason he bet a game. It was like twenty two runs scored, and he didn't get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then it gets it gets rained out, and then, you know, in the top of the ninth or something, you know. And it's just like, are you kidding me? But you know, there, there's a. The MLB rule for totals, you know, where you don't get paid unless it's a full game, that rule is designed specifically for simplicity. They don't want to have to explain stuff to betters and have betters not understand the rules. So you keep the rules simple, and that avoids the arguments and, more, more importantly, the lawsuits. <laughs> so yeah, you know, that's why the rules are what they are. And this is why also, though, we can recommend um, people, you bet on the apps and you, you take advantage of that stuff because a lot of the, a lot of the mobile uh, platforms now have cash out off options, Teddy, because to be real, it's kind of antiquated. Like I'm placing bets tonight, bro. Like, okay, I had Montgomery to score a touchdown. I got paid like 30 seconds after he scored the touchdown. Like I didn't have to wait to the game. So like, yeah, yeah. So like, you know, I know like, oh, if the game wasn't 55 minutes, it wasn't official. No, like I got paid, boom, right away, right away, boom, boom, boom. Not always, like not every bet will get paid right away, but and you got the cash out options as well, you know, to try to avoid that type of stuff. But nevertheless, it's a weird, ugly football game tonight, Teddy. Horrible play calling, man. Just you know, but 
Nick Foles, man, that's he beat him in the Super Bowl and he beats him again, Teddy. Well, Foles did. I mean, I mean, the, the Bucks beat themselves and then the refs beat them with it. You know, <laughs> uh, I mean, the <laughs> well, he won. The, Nick Foles a, won the game. How do you call that? <laughs> yeah, the Bucks lost the game. Arians lost the game. How do you not go after Gronk gets sixteen uh, Teddy, yards Teddy, on my, third and seventeen? How do you not go for My sports book account and box score speak differently. <laughs> that the, the Tampa didn't yeah. win the game. So yeah, I, that is, I hear what you're saying, though. Yeah, <laughs> that is very true. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, but I mean, look, Thursday night games are what they are, you know. And especially, I'm telling the Thursday night games with the old quarterbacks, they're they're not pretty. You know, Brady those last two drives. You know, the first the first one took what fifteen seconds off the clock. 20 yeah. seconds off the clock. That was 16, the worst yeah. two-minute offense you'll ever see. And, and the second know one, he wasn't close to any yet. receivers. And, and they were going deep. No. I don't understand. Just dink and dunk. You only needed a field goal. You had a minute and a half, and then suddenly they're bombing 20 yards down the field. They don't even have wide receivers. I, 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 Arians calls everyone out all the time except himself. Uh, that's what I'm No, sorry. More with Teddy on the other side. We'll stop living in the past. Take a look into the future. We'll get into the NBA Finals, some uh, college football, NFL football. Sports race late night continues. Bring it. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Rage it up. Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Rage all you want. And you know what? It'll be nice having a little extra cash to bet on college football. Yeah, I'd like to bet a hundred bucks. You want to pick a team? No, just take it. Sports Rage Late Night continues. I am Renzi. Teddy Covers kicking it with us. Uh, wager talk uh, in the house. Sportsmemo.com. Uh, so let's uh, let's jump in, Teddy. I want to get your thoughts on college football and some baseball as well. But as long as we're talking about the National Football League, it's such a strange week uh, this week with these games on, off, Moving around, we got quarterback uh, change. Um, so uh, Kyle Allen is in for the Washington football team against the Rams, uh, minus seven. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are laying uh, seven as well to the Philadelphia Eagles. So let's start with that football game, actually. Uh, Eagles getting seven. Did the Eagles come alive, or is that just a beat-up San Francisco team? What's your take on these guys getting seven points in the interstate battle? So I ran into, you know, I'm not a huge trend guy. Sometimes you run into a trend that just makes sense, you know, and this is one that makes sense. Here are the Eagles, right? They won straight up as a dog of six or more last week. They're a dog of six or more this week, right? That's a sample size I'm interested in. That's a trend that if, if you say that's if you find something from that, you say it's not a million parameters. It's two parameters. They won as a dog last week as a big dog, and now they got to be a big dog again this week. Yeah, how do they follow so up? Those yeah. teams in the last decade, thirteen and thirty-nine. Uh, ATS with one push, three and fifty straight up. They've had a rough time wow. the second week. Um, teams like Philadelphia, uh, and again, this is a database that I trust. It's not some uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't dare quote <laughs> quote nonsense. Uh, I know there's a lot of databases that I don't trust out there, um, but that's a meaningful trend to me. 
And look, what happened last week? Philly's trailing in the fourth quarter against San Fran, and San Fran just said, here's a shotgun, let's blow up our foot. You know, uh, a little bit like what Tampa did tonight. Where they're like, here, you know, you, you guys take it. You know, Tampa yeah. at least had the, had the refs involved. San Fran was just, no, <laughs> we don't want it. You guys take it. I'm not convinced that the, the Eagles are, are – uh, that last week's win was meaningful in any way other than getting them off the schneid. Uh, I could only take the Steelers in that game. Unfortunately, I ran into some Big Ben quotes saying that, you know, he was really upset about the bye and he didn't want the extra time off and he was just trying to find a rhythm and he doesn't know if he can find it again. And in watching the Steelers, I kind of agree with that assessment, you know. Um, so Pittsburgh with the unwanted and unexpected bye week doesn't necessarily help their chances. That's the only way it can look in that game is Steelers minus. And same story with the Rams and the, and the Washington football team. You know, you, you talked about uh, Kyle Allen coming in. Yeah, yeah. I would have liked to have bet against Dwayne Haskins one more time. Um, <laughs> you remember but, last uh, year, uh, Teddy? Just, uh, we're going to get the chance. Kyle Allen had that initial pop early, right? 4 0 against the spread in his first four starts. I don't know if he, ha- he gets that initial pop early here, um, you know, getting the seven points, but. He was hot early, and then he was exposed after a couple of weeks. Thing is, Kyle Allen had a lot of weapons to work with. He had McCaffrey. He had DJ Moore. Like, they actually had with it. Carolina were pretty healthy last year. It was just Cam Newton. So he had weapons to work with. Now he doesn't have anything. Yeah, and, I mean, it's not just the quarterback position in Washington. All right, that is, I think they're the youngest offense in the NFL. All right, there's no veterans at wide receiver. There's no veterans at running back. The offensive line has been rebuilt and is extremely young. You have a head coach who is going through chemo right now. All right, and if you're reading Ron Rivera's quotes, I'm telling you, he's checked, and I'd say he's, he's checked out, but you know, he has a bigger thing on his plate than coaching a football team. He's fighting for his life right now, you know. So I'm not convinced that, you know, that that it was all Haskins' fault. And when you look at the Rams, they, in theory, they should match up really well. Washington's offensive line is good, and, and L.A. should blow them up at the line of scrimmage, and Goff just had a bad game. You know, you get the good Goff, you can uh, – you can come back from 28 to three deficits in a blink of an eye. Uh, so I wouldn't be surprised if the Rams smack them. Teddy covers kicking it with us. Um, impressive win last week for Indianapolis. Uh, it was an ugly game, but, it, you know, they go on the road into the Midwest like that, uh, outdoors, on grass, Phillip Rivers, who I questioned coming into the year. And I questioned the Colts, um, you know, sanity, making Phillip Rivers the guy. But they're three and one. And the fact is, Teddy, the winner of this Colt Brown game was going to have a four and one record. And I don't care like how it happened or who you are and what it is, but if you're four and one, that's good. And you know the Cleveland Browns are on a three game win streak right now, which is incredibly rare. I you know I kind of took it for granted. It's like, dude, they've had like what eight coaches in the last seven years or whatever. So it's like, all right, next guy up. You know what I mean? Um, that next guy up, you don't even take time to, you know, learn them, etc. Because, <laughs> yeah, this guy will be gone in a year or two. But I like what the coaching staff is doing in Cleveland. I like the emphasis with the run. I like the fact that they're not telling Baker Mayfield to try to win games. I think they realized early that's not a good plan. 
He's throwing the ball less, and they have success. Last week, they got it started. Jarvis Landry threw a touchdown pass to Odell. But then, you know, Baker's making some plays. Um, you know, they don't have Nick Chubb. And now you get you get the Colts uh, here. Colts going back-to-back back on the road, Teddy. This is a, it's an interesting football game. You don't say that often about the Browns, but it's a big game and a game I look forward to uh, to watching. What's your take on this Colt-Brown matchup? So you were thinking – you were thinking that Kevin Stefanski was the next Eric Mangini or Pat Shermer or Rob Chudinski yes. or Mike Yeah, Pettin or, yeah, yeah. All the other, yeah, uh, yes, yes, yes. Hugh Jackson yes, yes, or Freddie yes. Kitchens or <laughs> yes, and that's just yes. all in the last 10 years. Uh, well, you and that's just not brought up the coaches. And I, can, I get him confused with the Fritz and the Pat and all this, but the Giants guy too, right, Stad Shermer, he was, he was another Viking guy. Like, yeah, I, I'm thinking – my, I basically was like, oh, the Viking offensive corner. I'm like, yeah, did I miss something? I like, did the Vikings offense kill it? Like, like ever? Like, why, why is this guy like, what, what's he going to do? Never been a head coach, but I like the play calling, Teddy. I'll give him credit. There's much more professional operation. We'll tell you that. And Baker Mayfield was never accountable before because Kitchens was his buddy. Kitchens only had the job because he got drunk with Baker all the time, I think. And, you know, Baker liked them. And the Browns, for some reason, gave Baker power. He doesn't have power now. He realizes they'll put Case Keenum in. They don't care. Uh, I don't think Stepdowski, he doesn't care. It's not Baker's not his guy. And I think Baker knows that. You know, Baker's been better. I like the makeup of this team right now, Teddy. And, you know, I tell you what, Miles Garrett, when he's not doing stupid things, the guy's a freak athlete, hell of a player. So it sounds to me like you're making a little case for Cleveland, and I'm certainly not going to talk you out of it. Because know, but it's the Browns. Can they really win four season. in a row? Can they, Browns really win four games in a row? <laughs> Well, uh, let, let, let me start with this. I'm with you on Phillip Rivers, okay? And Rivers was awful again last week, just awful. You know, not okay. He was bad, all right? I mean, I guess he's in a, he can manage the game. Uh, but, you know, Jacoby Brissett no. can manage the game for Indianapolis. So, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not sold on this Indy offense. I'm not sold on the playmakers. We love the offensive line. Uh, but I, I'm not sold on Indy marching up and down the field. And we start to look at strength of schedule. We're seeing a Colts team that got the Jaguars, the Vikings on their worst day, the Jets, and the Bears. So they face, you know, uh, and again, they, they got Minnesota on a bad day. I watched the game because it wasn't right. It was just, they were just off. But that's four bottom-tier offenses they faced, and now they're facing a real one. And from a point spread perspective, Indy, number one in the NFL in yards per play allowed on defense. Indy, number one in the NFL in opposing QB rating allowed. These are the type of statistics that the sharp money pays attention to. So the Colts are getting some love. Um, Not my love this week. It could be Cleveland or pass for this better. Teddy covers kicking it uh, with us, uh, sportsmemo.com, wager talk uh, TV. So, Teddy, we could go on and on all night. Time always flies when you're on, buddy. So, I want to get into the NBA. Um, is there one or two games left? And I don't know if they, even if there's only one game left uh, right now. And I know, Teddy, you're going to be really impressed to know that they're 4 0 this year in the postseason with their Black Mamba jerseys. We'll put that in part of the databases that you don't care about, <laughs> I'm sure. But. Uh, they're dead. So listen, the Heat are down three one, Teddy, but they are three and one against the point spread. I, you know, I get the feeling the Lakers do want to. You know, they want to put the lights out tomorrow. 
They get to leave the bubble. It's Friday night. They could be home Saturday night. You know, whatever their schedule is, they'll be the hell out of there. And they'll be back in L.A. with the trophy. And uh, life's going to be good. LeBron's going to be a hero in Los Angeles. He's going to be officially a Laker and, and all that type of stuff. But I don't think Miami are rolling over, man. And, and, you know, they have the type of character guys. I don't think they're like, well, it was a nice run. You know, let's we're, well, let's pack our bags and we're out of here. I, I'm not saying they're coming back, but I don't think they're ready to roll over here. I'm going to take the points on the way out here, Teddy. Why not? They're 3-1 and one against the spread. Yeah, this isn't one of these one, two, three Cancuns, you know, where Miami's like, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm with you 100% about the Miami Heat. And I expect maximum intensity from Miami in game five. The question is if that's going to be enough. And that's a legit question you have to ask right now because we've seen, number one, is that we've seen, as you mentioned, the Heat covering each since the game one debacle. Uh, they're 3-0 and against a closing number. Um, Albeit with so, a backdoor, Tyler yeah. Hero, three and a half point cover, ten and a half with ten, but cover yes, to cover. Exactly, <laughs> but that you know, but the 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 Heat have the they have a pretty big betting bandwagon. They've had a pretty big betting bandwagon, so it hasn't gotten smaller in the NBA postseason because they continue to cover numbers. All right, and when you watch. Hero hit those shots, and you watch Jimmy Butler's carry. You know, make incredible plays, it's easy to, to say Miami's going to hang tough. But on the other hand, Jimmy Butler, remember the first quarter? Five of five from the floor in the first yeah, quarter yeah, the other yeah. night. And at the end of the game, the last he five minutes, Yeah, was, he took that three. He didn't he got shoot blocked because by they was all over him. Yeah, Davis yeah. blocked him and wore him out. Yeah, I know. That block broke his will at the end. The Lakers made the defensive adjustments. Again, what Miami did in game two, 50-40-90, 50 from the floor, 40 from three-point range, 90 from the, from the uh, charity stripe. That had only been done one, uh, sorry, three times in NBA history in the finals. And Miami did in game two, and they almost did it again in game three. They went 50-35-90 in game three. So finally... Vogel went to the film room and made some adjustments, you know. Uh, and, and we saw the defensive adjustments pay off. And a Heat team that had been consistently getting good looks even during crunch time, they didn't get those looks in game four. And I'm concerned that they won't get those looks in game five. And if they don't, L.A. is going to win, and they're going to win by margin. Yeah, and it's one of those deals, Teddy, when it's – there's always going to be the concern when you bet on Miami tomorrow, right? <laughs> like every time – like, you got to hope they get out earlier, like, you know, big lead early. Otherwise, Teddy, even if they're lingering around and it's four and it's five, it was sort of like the last game. It's like you could just see the point spread evaporating. I was like, oh, yeah, it's slipping. It's slipping. They're a couple of shots away from, like, delivering. And then you sort of get that feeling in the air. The only thing is, and I know that's the problem with LeBron, he's really got his game face on and he really wants to finish this. But sometimes teams, Teddy, as you know, champagne's on ice. They start thinking about, you know what I mean? Oh, man, I'm going to be back in L.A. I'm going to be at the club on Saturday. This is going to be great. I won the title. I, the mind starts to drift a bit, even when they're pros. It does. And I'm not, I don't think the NBA would hate if we had another one more game on Sunday, Teddy. Maybe maybe, uh, maybe the refs don't pitch yeah, no, Miami all so Yeah? All right. We've got a couple more minutes with Teddy on the other side. An angle to think of, guys. Break it. 
betonline.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. Sportsgrid.com. You're listening to Sports Rage with Gabe Morenci. Sports Rage late night. Teddy Covers uh, kicking it with us. Unfortunately, we've got a couple of minutes uh, left uh, with Teddy. Teddy just stuff uh, flies by, but if you want more Teddy, go over to wagertalksportsmemo.com and, of course, uh, follow him on uh, Twitter. Um, so, uh, Teddy, college, let's squeeze in some college uh, football. I want to get a little baseball, actually, too. Baseball uh, playoffs been pretty fun, actually. Um, what do you what do you think about the, the just quick because we only got like two and a half three minutes here so Yankees uh, Yankees Rays game five I've been betting the Rays in all four games <laughs> I, I thought the Rays I didn't want to play the series price so I decided I'm going to bet the Rays in every game but I also said if the Rays don't win tonight I think they're in big trouble in game five keeping the Yankees alive any uh, overnight opinion on this. Yanks your pass for me in game five. Cole is not a guy I bet against in the postseason, period. He's, he's only he's not minus a guy 154. in the regular season. Right now, yeah. I'm seeing I minus mean, 54 at Fanduel. That's pretty, not a bad number for him, actually, considering it's Garrett Cole. No, it's as cheap as you'll find on him. Um, yeah, and, uh, I love Tampa tomorrow. Nah, I know. Kind of a tough spot. All right, college football. Um, talking about teams, what, ready, uh, if they're ready for the big time or not. What about the Miami Hurricanes? Are they ready for the big time, or are they still is this too big of a step up in competition for them? So I was really tempted by Miami, and the more I thought about it, I decided so <laughs> I, I didn't play it. I would not be shocked if Miami gives Clemson a real game. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I think they're capable, and yet. As I'm sitting there, like, with the app, all right, do I make the bet? I'm like, you know, I just don't love, like, why step in front of Clemson? Why? You know, you know that they are as good as any team in college football. You know yeah. that if they bring their A game, that Clemson's going to beat anyone by margin. And you can't say, oh, I was surprised. Oh, I haven't seen it before. Yeah, yeah so it was 58-17. Lean Miami. I'm the same way, Teddy. When I, exactly. I was excited to see the number and I saw it. And at first, I'm like, oh, my God, 14 and a half. I'm like, oh, I'm so playing this. And then basically about four hours later, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, same thing. You know? Same thing. I like the over in the Texas Me Oklahoma game. Love you, Teddy. Thanks, buddy. Have a great day.